The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Are you stuck in a health routine and don't know how to get out of it? Is keeping the weight off and living healthy a challenge? Welcome to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Your host is Marcus Aurelius. Take an hour right now and learn how to improve what you eat, how you exercise, and your everyday lifestyle. You'll look better, and more importantly, you'll feel better. Now, here is Marcus Aurelius. Hey! Good morning, America! Welcome to uh, Voice America on the Wellness Health and Wellness Channel and my show, I Don't Want to Be Fat. Well, obviously last week, uh, I'm so glad to get over the diet plan. I, I, I know I stepped on a number of toes last week. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. And as I said, the problem with diets is that it's a science. But you are, sir, a chemical plant. Remember... What works for your plant may not work for somebody else's. I have noticed that with diets, there are so many influences out there. There are so many uh, products out there, and there are so many things that have to work. And when they show these diets, they always show this perfect image of this person who's so happy, looks good, healthy, and fine. You know, that's a great image. But more often than not, diet and eating requires a discipline. Okay? It's not something, it's not an exact science. And the reason that diets aren't an exact science is because you are not exact. You are created as individuals. So, what works for you may not work for somebody else. The idea with the show last week and the show before that was to give you information that you could use. Now, I did have a, a lot of uh, complaints about, you know, I want to eat this, I want to eat that, especially from the vegetarians and the carnivores in our society. Okay, so I'm going to just quickly surmise this diet thing, okay, because it is important. What you put into you is what you look like on the outside, okay? So I want to explain it to you this way. I love steak, I am a carnivore, and I enjoy eating meat. When I was younger, I could eat as much meat as I wanted, and it wouldn't affect me. As I have grown older, I have changed. I do not have that luxury anymore. I cannot just eat meat and look good. I have to... I have been forced to change the way I am because I'm getting older. So that means that I've had to move my diet in another direction. But it wasn't easy because I had to find things that worked. Now, there is a lot of theology out there, and there are a lot of proofs out there, and there are a lot of studies done on diet. That's why this subject is so diversified. 
But these, those, those theologies, those schools of thought, those opinions, they are just not worth it. And the reason they're not worth it is because you have to find what works for you. Now, with me, I found that by cutting out the processed foods, by cutting out the mayonnaise, I love mayonnaise, by cutting out the sodas, the breads, the bagels, the granola, I had to cut these things out of my diet, and it made a huge impact on my weight. Now, as I said, I used to be a powerlifter. I used to weigh about 330 pounds, 340 pounds, and I'm only six foot, but there wasn't an inch of fat on me. I mean, I was just big, but I had this great big keg in front of me, and it really, you know, I deceived everybody by saying it was nothing but muscle, but it wasn't. It was visceral fat. Now, visceral fat is the hardest fat to get rid of, but my idea, being younger, was this. The more I built my chest out, the smaller my stomach looked. Well, <laughs> that theology didn't work, just so you know that, okay? This isn't like Star Trek. You know, remember on Star Trek where Data says, well, sir, I have this theory. And Captain says, okay, we'll go with the theory. Well, it should work in theory, sir. And of course it works. Well, you know, that's all well and good, but that's a show. <laughs> And that's a script, <laughs> and the situation they're in isn't real, all right? So, again, the vegetarians got upset with me because they have an opinion, a political belief, an idea, and an ideal. But as I explained to them, it doesn't matter what you think, feel, or understand. If things aren't working in your body, despite how vegetables are healthy for you, there's a reason for it. Bacteria is the biggest reason. The healthier the bacteria and the probiotics that you have in your system, the more efficient your system is going to be. Again, remember I mentioned a chemical plant. A lot of the things that I say I do not agree with and I do not like them. It does not mean that they are true. I have had to change my diet to lose weight, become healthier, and have more energy. I went kicking and screaming, but I couldn't be a health and fitness instructor if I weighed 500 pounds and could hardly get out of the chair. You understand what I'm saying? Now, it used to be when I was younger, because I looked so big and I was so muscular, people would always come to me advice because I looked that way. But now people come to see me, not because I'm healthy, big, and muscular, but because I have experience, and people try and pick off of my experience, and that's what I share with you, okay? There is no set plan for a diet. You have to find your path. The only way that you can find that path is by experimenting, finding out information, finding the things that work for you and that don't work for you. It's not easy. And of course, you have to disagree <laughs> with, with yourself too, a number of times. I know I have. I disagree with the fact that I shouldn't have steak every night. I disagree with the fact that I shouldn't have french fries every day. I disagree with those facts. But my body says, okay, you can have that opinion, but you're going to get fat. <laughs> and it was right. I did. <laughs> so please understand that this show is not about theology. It's not about my opinion. It's about things I've discovered. 
And that's what I'm trying to share with you all here today. Now, today is my favorite subject because this is what I'm really good at, is working out. And usually when I do a shower, now, now I've said that, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to stop right there because I'm going to share something with you. It's very important to the plan of working out. I love this radio show because I, I share with you my heart and who I am and what I am. Okay, Whether you agree with it or not isn't important. I hope that you gain some knowledge from this, that you, there are some pearls of wisdom that you can use here and affect in your own life. Okay, Now, because I'm so knowledgeable about working out, I just thought to myself, you know, I'm just going to go out there and just talk about what I know. But if you remember, I don't know if you heard my first show. I was actually listening to that the other day. <laughs> like, oh my God. Thank God for the editing room. <laughs> they managed to make my blabbering uh, a lot easier to understand. Okay, I didn't have a plan. It was the first time I did it. Now, when I do this radio show, I'm in a room by myself. I don't have any feedback from anybody. I talk to a blank screen, and I'm in a room. And I found through experience that by sitting down and talking to the screen, it doesn't work. I have to get up and walk around. So if you hear sounds in the background, that's what it is. It's me walking around. That's the way I express myself when I talk to people. Now when I do a show, I don't just come out with all the facts, figures, and information. I, I, I set myself a plan. I write down all these topics, and I follow them to the letter. Now, these topics... I allow myself to have rabbit trails because when I'm talking about something, something pops into my mind and I'm able to expand upon that. But so I don't get lost, what I do is I go back to my plan, my show plan. The other thing I do before the show is I get to the studio here, my studio, an hour or two earlier. Now, all week after the last week's show, I'm planning to myself, what am I going to talk about? What am I going to do? And then... I look at what I've said, and I go through my notes, and then I plan a course and a direction for my subject for next week. And then, obviously, from Wednesday on through uh, Friday, that becomes the forefront of my mind, and I start writing down things. I carry a notepad on me, and I write things down and subjects I want to cover. And then from those subjects I want to cover, I, I put them in this plan. And this plan gives me a direction. So when I get lost, all I have to do is go back to the plan and follow the plan. Can you see where I'm going with this? Working out is about a plan. It's about learning to set goals for yourself. Most of us, when we start working out, we have an idea of what we want to be, what we want to look like, what the image we want to portray. We want to build self-confidence. We want health, but we don't want the discipline. We want to be free to be free. Well, the biggest trouble with being free to be free is that there's no consequence. You don't have to answer to anybody. You have this plan, and you can deceive yourself that this is going to work because, you know, I'm doing things. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat my chocolate pie. I'm going to eat my French fries. I'm going to eat all my sugars. I'm going to eat all the meats. I'm going to eat everything I want. And every day, I'm going to increase my time on the treadmill about 10 to 15 minutes. That's not a plan. That's a disaster waiting to happen. You need to formulate an idea in your head in which direction you're going to go. 
Now, of course, the easy route is to go get your trainer, but that's another story in itself. The trainer, you pay, so you're his source of income. You have to be true to yourself. You need to be inspired. You need to find which way you want to go. The only way you want to go is your way. Now, you can change your way and adapt your way when you start to accumulate more knowledge and more understanding. Again, the biggest problem with going to a gym without having any knowledge and any understanding is that you're sold by an image. Gym business has changed immensely over the last couple of years. They have all these wonderful gyms with all this flash equipment, all these facilities, all these things that are really, really helpful to inspire you, to give you a, a vision. But the problem is they sell that. It's not a gym. Because you're in a contract, whether you show up or whether you don't, it doesn't bother them. So you're not being true to yourself. You're just being true to somebody else's ideal. Used to be the gyms used to be about personal relationships, developing support groups, developing an image of yourself. You know, when I first started working out, I did it because I was trying to impress the ladies. I thought the better I looked, the healthier I looked, the stronger I looked, the more good looking I looked, that would attract every girl from here to Australia. But the trouble was, was I was an idiot. You know, good looks will only get you halfway through the door. When you're at school, I used to be a bully. I used to beat the geeks up. It was geek week every week. Thing is, those geeks got educated, got smart, got clever. You know what? They earn three times as much as what I earn each year. They're a lot more secure in who they are. Now, sure, my good looks may have won the girl, but don't you know the girl has needs as she gets older? She likes the money. She likes to... Be she likes to be a homemaker. She likes to be able to afford to look after herself, her kids, her way of life. You see where I'm going with this, America? Can you see where I'm going with this? You need a plan. And you need to open your mind up to understanding. You need to find a direction. You need to have a concept of what working out is. So where do we start? Well, most of us, again, we're little ignorant. We join a gym and we do everything. Oh, work through it as hard as we can. Then when we're tired, we take a break, and then we're back at it again. No, we're going to beat our bodies into shape. I mean, <laughs> I have all these people that tell me that, oh, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to donate an hour here, an hour there, and an hour there. And I said, you're crazy. You'll never be able to keep to that. You can't because your intent may be good, your perspective might be right, but your understanding is wrong. When you beat your body to death, guess what? It's going to let you know. Probably not the next day, but the day after that, you probably won't be able to get out of bed. Now, if you have an important meeting, or if you have to go to your kid's soccer game, or you have responsibilities where you need to be a lot more able, if you can't move out of bed, you've done yourself no good at all. And then, who wants to inflict pain on themselves? Who? Do you really like beating yourself up? I don't. No, no, no. You need to learn to work in wisdom. So let's start at the fundamentals, at the basics. Okay, I'm going to take a break here. I have a, a call from Louisiana. Yes, Mark, is this your name? Yes. Hey, what's up, brother? I had a question. Uh, the green uh -oh. coffee extract. 
the what? The it's a it's a green coffee extract that you can take, uh-huh. and it's like you don't have to exercise or nothing. You can just take the pill, and it eats away the fat they say. Okay. What about it? Well, how does that work uh, in comparison of the uh, one that you're you're selling? Okay. <laughs> Good question, Mark. Okay, this is what I was going to address earlier on about uh, nutritional supplements and stuff like that. You know, uh, being a gym owner, Mark, I have a lot of people that come into me and try and sell me supplements, okay? They say that it's worked for them, it's always good for them, and, you know, you'll feel so much better. But those reps that come and see me, they, they do it because it's their job and they sell something and they get rewarded financially for selling this stuff, all right? So more often than not, they're overweight and fat. That doesn't sell the product to me. There are certain things, Mark, that you can take that will work for you. But as I've been saying on the show, you need to test it out. Don't just keep your lifestyle and just taking this supplement that makes you thin. You know, apply your lifestyle to the subject. For instance, you know, don't eat your french fries, don't eat your sodas. If it gives you energy, okay, take it. But beware. See if it has any side effects. You know, you might give you more energy. It might not. It might make you go to the bathroom more. It might not. But you have to be a judge of that yourself. Do you understand that? Yeah, you're saying you can't have your cake and eat it too. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> now, I want to let you know, if this works and you can eat what you like, and you take this stuff, and you lose 50 pounds, and you don't have to work out, you call me right back, because I want it, okay? <laughs> well, before I bought it, I wanted to uh, check up on it. Well, you know, it's an experiment, Mark. Why don't you just try it out? See if it does work. If it does say, do what it says it will do. You know? If it doesn't, then you haven't really wasted anything. But don't make sure you don't buy, like, a year's supply, okay? All right, I appreciate it. Hey, Mark, it's great to hear from you, and thanks for calling. You have a great day now, okay? All right, bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. All right, that's a really good question. I love that question. You know, <laughs> all right, before we go to the break, you see, you see what happened here? We got a, 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 a subject that, you know, if you do this, that, and the other, it's all well and good. You know, I used to have a lot of uh, ill feeling toward the Dr. Oz show. And the reason being is because every week you always had a new cure, a new remedy, a new this, and a new that. And it offended me because, you know, it it wouldn't work. But, you know, the thing is, is that how do you know unless you try? Why don't you try it for a while? If it doesn't work, fine. It didn't work. Next week you'll come up with something else and see if that works. You know, the good thing about the Dr. Oz show is that it's a real good experimental. It gives you ideas. You want to embrace ideas. Don't just foo-foo them. That's what I used to do. I used to foo-foo. No, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. I was wrong, and I'm sorry about that. You need to embrace these ideas to see if they work. Give them a trial period. If, If they don't work, then it doesn't work for you. Remember, you're a chemical plant. Okay? What I do have a problem with is stuff that is very unhealthy and makes you reach these goals, but it makes you sick. That's not smart. Okay, so you gotta, when you get these quick fixes, be sure of what you're doing. Okay, be aware. Take notes. Anyway, we're gonna go back to, uh, I'm gonna take a quick break here. 
obviously, if you want to call me, call me at 1-866-472-5792. You can email me at Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Or you can Facebook me. I would love to hear from you, and I would love to see you. Please, become friends on my Facebook, and you can share my show always. I'm going to break, and we'll see you in a shortly. Bye! A fresh look at today's health. Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you figured out what's not working in your sex life? Could you use a little help? Join your host, Tamaran, for Let's Figure It Out Intimately. Tamaran has had both highs and lows in her sex life. She uses her experiences to teach you some basic techniques on how to create more fun, intimacy, and pleasure. Her guests also come from the sexual health and wellness industry. And together, Tamaran and her guests will help you get the sex life you've always longed for. Let's Figure It Out Intimately airs live every Thursday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Cancer is not something to be taken lightly, but instead of being talked at by doctors, medical providers, and others, wouldn't it be nice to hear from a host who has worked at the cancer coalface for 38 years as a caregiver, supporter for 14,000 patients, and who has had the experience of having a life-threatening condition herself? You will hear the stories of survivors and other people who work in breakthrough cancer medicine. Navigating the Cancer Maze with host Grace Goller will help you with the facts, planning, and grief experienced with different forms and stages of cancer. Listen every Friday at 12 noon U.S. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now, back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Hey, 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 America. I'm back on the air again. Okay, put your drinks down and let's listen. I hope you're taking notes because it's really important to take notes. All right. Developing routines. What we need to do is that if we're going to set a path to a goal, we need to develop a routine. Now, you have to set your routine to within your own constraints. If you're sitting at a, as if your life is a couch potato and next week you're going to climb Mount Everest, you're going to fail, okay? You probably just get out the truck, <laughs> go to the first set of stairs, and you're done, all right? No, 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 no. If you want to climb Mount Everest, it takes time. There are no short corners, in, there are no shortcuts in health, okay? You have to develop routines. The thing with a routine is that it becomes embraded in your everyday way of life. Have you noticed that if you have a routine and a disaster strikes, if you keep to the routine you're in, you're more able to overcome certain problems and situations. There's a saying that say, says that luck favors the more prepared. How prepared are you should something catastrophic happen to you? Now, life can be changed in a moment. There are situations that can happen that are just unbelievable. And um, 
in, in saying that, I please want to pay homage to those people in the Boston Marathon and obviously in Texas, uh, in that place west. You know, these people did something that was, the people that were involved in the marathon did something that was right and good and uplifting. And unfortunately, there are so people in our society that believe that uh, um, their opinions are more important. So they thought that by killing people, it, that was a way to show themselves. And obviously, that has effects on other people's lives. There were other innocent people in the town of West, just outside of Waco. Again, I, uh, I want to pay tribute to you. You know, they went to a, the firemen went to a fire to put a fire out at a chemical plant, and it blew up, and it killed a lot of the firemen. I am so sorry. Please, my heartfelt condolences. So that's how quickly life can change. So how prepared are you? How prepared are you to be flexible in your life? Routines are very, very important. Because they help you develop patterns. And patterns, when they become a part of you, they become ingrained of you. So Matt Parsons, when he was on my show a couple of weeks ago, he brought up a very, very interesting concept. As I said, I've been doing this for 30 years, and I never heard of that. Is that it's very hard to give up what you love to do. And I know that for a fact. But if you're heading in a different direction, don't just change the next day. This is the last day I'm going to eat like this. It's like cigarette smokers. You know, this is the last cigarette I ever have. And they throw it away, and guess what? Next day, they're exactly in the same place. They can't do it because it's not only do they have to overcome the habit, they have to overcome a routine. They have to come up, overcome a part of their personality. So you need to develop these routines and these ways of life within you. And the way you do that is slowly. First of all, you need to make time for yourself. You need to go to the gym. Say, say you can only spend 20 minutes. All right? So either you go to the gym or you do it at your house. Get up 20 minutes or half an hour long, you know, uh, earlier than what you usually do because your life is so packed and so busy. Okay? And work out for 20 minutes. Take your shower, have your cup of coffee, and then go about your regular day. Now, to make up for that 20 minutes, you want to try and go to bed at least half an hour earlier. Okay, now once that becomes a part of your routine, it's something your body gets geared to. So you don't have to set, after a while, you won't have to set the clock to get up earlier. You just do it because it's a part of your routine. It's a part of who you are. So you start to overcome that in that direction. Now, when you start doing that, you notice certain things are changing about you. The first week, you're absolutely exhausted and think, oh my God, <laughs> I don't want to do this. But the second week, you notice that you're able to accomplish a lot more because you're a lot more, you feel better. You have a lot more energy. Well, it's the same thing with diet. You, start, you, you want to find out what foods are a lot better for you. Now, I've noticed metabolism has a lot to do with that. The skinny people usually have a higher metabolism, so they can eat twice as much. It doesn't affect them. And you know, as a result, their metabolism is very, very fast. Now, bigger people... They don't have such a fast metabolism because they've probably eaten things in their past that have slowed that metabolism down. So <laughs> just stopping eating doesn't cure that. It makes it worse because what happens is that your body, to protect itself, anything you do eat, it stores it. So that's, that's, that's not a good plan. That's not a good plan at all. Okay. So what you want to do is gradually change your diet. Well, 
for a bottom body to be able to work effectively, it needs to be able to absorb water and it needs to be able to absorb oxygen. So it helps in the energy process. So what you need to do is start drinking more water. Start eating more vegetables, which are a lot more oxygenated, and have longer sugar chains. You know, when you eat fiber and uh, vegetables, uh, complex carbs, they have longer sugar chains, so they have a lot more energy. So you're starting to educate your metabolism to go in a certain direction. It doesn't happen overnight. It takes time. But when you slow a boat down, you know those super tankers? I did not know this. But it takes almost five miles for those things when they're going at cruising speed to stop because they're so huge and heavy. It takes them five miles to turn in a certain radius because they're so big and large. Well, when you're big and large, the effects of a diet take a lot longer. The effects of uh, being healthy take a lot longer. So the thing is, that's why you need to get disciplined. Once you start getting disciplined, you start working into a certain goal. So you want to set short goals. So perhaps at the beginning of the month, if you can do 20 minutes a day on the cardio machine or even five minutes, just find a place that you can be happy at. All right. Then once you do that, you get a sense of accomplishment and achievement. So it means that you want to increase on that accomplishment and achievement by spending next week. We'll do it for an extra two minutes, then an extra two, five minutes an extra 10 minutes. And then despite what you feel, you'll suddenly notice, you know, your opinions about wanting to do it or not wanting to, not wanting to do it are altered because now you start having certain results and you like them. Ooh, it gets effective. Now I'm going to tell you something again about opinions. I hate reality shows on the TV. I really do. I hate them. They are stupid. And especially those redneck shows, oh my God, they really tick me off. But i got to tell you something. <laughs> There's a show that came on called Duck Dynasty. Oh my God, I love it. I fell in love with it because I don't, I mean, it's a reality show. But I mean, I'm telling you, it's funny. It's entertaining. I enjoyed it. And because I enjoyed that, <laughs> it gave me something to watch on the TV. Because let's face it. There's nothing to watch on the TV that doesn't involve sex, violence. I, I mean, nothing. And, and, and drama and suspense. And have you noticed that things are getting a lot more dramatical, a lot more suspenseful, and a lot more provocative? The thing is, is that we, we're, we're changing where we're going. And as a result, we have certain uh, things happening in our society that aren't right. We're allowing things that we never used to allow before. But I'm not going to go there because that, that brings up another subject. We're talking about health and wellness. I'm talking about your body. I'm talking about you. You are, you display, you are a product of what you put into yourself, what you allow to educate yourself. Now, for someone who has a degree, for someone who has education, or someone who has an opinion. Now, the person who has a degree, you know, usually they're more intelligent. And the reason they're more intelligent is because you know, it's their hobby to read books, to gain knowledge, to gain understanding. Some people are able to get degrees because they work hard at it, because they realize that the education has, has results. Uh, it gets in places that they would never be able to have a, a chance at before. Now, there's the uneducated person who may be wise and very experienced in all that he does, 
And despite all his experience, despite all his knowledge, despite what he's able to do, people won't look at him because he doesn't have the qualification to go with it. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. But that's a fact. It doesn't matter what I believe or what you believe or about what anybody believes about what they know. The thing is, is the fact that we live in a world that has certain rules, regulations, and certain principles to stand up to. Well, your diet is the same way. You're an exact reflection of the lifestyle you choose. You need to start investing time in yourself. Because if you don't, when you get older, the consequences of those things are going to come and slap you in the behind. You know, it's funny how we spend more time investing our money than we do investing in ourselves. It's funny how we spend more time getting our car fixed than we do getting ourselves fixed. Okay? So, you want to develop certain patterns in your life. And then you want to gain knowledge. Okay, so now you've got your cardio up, and now you're starting to feel better about yourself. You need to learn how to work out. Okay? Now, the biggest mistake I always see in gymnasiums or with trainers or whatever is that they make you do a bunch of weight or do a bunch of exercises that are way too heavy and way too much for you. And they don't have any form or structure to them. It's just a plan that they were taught. Okay? That's not going to work. All right? I mean, it may have certain effects on certain people, but remember, you're not a short-term girl, you're long-term girl. Long-terms are much better because they're a lot more solid. They have a greater foundation. Short-term goals do never have foundation. So if something happens, you always fall off the wagon. Remember, if you're making health and wellness a way of life, you have to invest in it. So invest in it. Don't be afraid. And you're going to make mistakes. Yes, you are. I'm sorry. It doesn't matter who you're with. You're going to mess up. But you know what? You learn more from your mistakes than you do do things right. You know, you're going to invest in this trainer or you're going to invest in a gym. You're going to invest something to be do something to get somewhere. You may have invested money in the wrong gym. You may have the wrong trainer. You may have the wrong perspective. But when you learn, hello, light comes on. Don't give up. Change it. Work with it. Use that knowledge. Go somewhere. So, the thing about working out, form is very, very important. Speed is not. Momentum is the worst enemy to working out. If you're doing things fast, you're wrong. Because all you're doing is using the weight as your strength. You may be able to push something, but can you really lift it? And if you can lift something, can you lift it right? You know, um, I used to be able to squat over 800 pounds. And before I could squat 800 pounds, I was limited in my abilities in what I could lift as far as squatting because of what I knew. My form was wrong. So my form only allowed me to get to a certain point. But when I changed my form and my style and my attitude, my weight started to go up because I was moving into a new area. Sure, it had repercussions. Sure, I offended a few people, but it wasn't about them. It was about me setting my goals. So, and the reason, what, what changed was in, instead of trying to lift the weight, I concentrated on the form. So I would do lighter weights, and I would do them really, really slowly, and I would develop that form. And that form became so much better and so good that I noticed that the weights became easier. So I would use that form of going, doing things slowly and adding weight to make my weight go up. 
I, I, I looked up in the mirror. I would take videos of myself to see how that form was, and I would be able to critique what was wrong with it. And when I did that, I was able to overcome things. And as a result, you know, being able to squat 800 pounds is a lot different than being able to squat 400 pounds. I tell you, it's a, it's a lot different having the experience to lift 800 pounds than it is to having knowledge of lifting 800 pounds. It's huge. And I emphasize the huge, okay? <laughs> so if you're going to start working out, you don't want to use weights. You want to learn to work on your core. And you want to learn to do work on the form in those cores, on those core exercises. You really want to do things very, very slowly, and you want to learn to use your mind to use those muscles effectively. The biggest problem as we get older especially is, is that we, we, we don't use our strength. We use our body weight. You know, have you noticed that people slump all the time? When you slump, that means your resting weight is on your bones. You're not using any muscles to do that. You know, I was surprised to find out that someone who slumped and someone who stood upright and had good posture burns 900 calories a month more than the person or a week than, more than the person that slumps. 900 calories. Hello. So the thing is, is that when you start making little changes, the more little changes you make, the bigger the whole change. When you make changes quickly and fast, the more easy you are to fall off the wagon. I'll give you a prime example. Okay? When I was younger, <laughs> I was the greatest driver on the planet. I could drive faster and better than anywhere. Until one day I tried to take a hairpin corner at 70 miles an hour. Guess what? <laughs> when I changed those wheels, the car didn't want to change the <laughs> with the wheels. It went straight. <laughs> Flipped a couple of times, went into someone's backyard. <laughs> it hurt like hell. <laughs> All right, so what I knew or what I thought I knew really interfered with physics. All right? <laughs> so I'm trying to make this lighthearted, okay? So when you start working out, you want to get a plan. You want to do some basic exercises. You really know to know what core is. They're the core exercises to who you are. You need to start working on your inner thighs, your um, hamstrings, your lower abs, and your posture. One of the greatest misconceptions about working out is sit-ups. If you have bad posture, when you do sit-ups, you're not working your stomach. You may feel like it, but you're actually working your shoulders because you have bad form. Okay? One of the reasons I got a big belly was because I used to do sit-ups with 45 pounds. Not smart. Okay? I can do sit-ups now with no weight and burn twice as many calories by doing, getting in a, a good posture position and using those muscles to work for me rather than using momentum to make them work for me. Anyway, we're going to come back to this again in a minute because uh, I'm trying to talk about developing pat patterns and investing in your, in your knowledge and your abilities and your understandings. So again, as I said, we're going to take a break. Uh, please tune in. Uh, after I come back, and uh, I think we'll be ready to go for break. Okay. See you in a few, America. Bye. Opinions, options, answers. Voice America Health and Wellness. There are all kinds of issues which can affect our relationships, our families 
our workplaces and communities. Tune into Breakthrough with Michael Pipich for a clearer understanding to what these issues of modern life are and what kind of solutions are being presented and discussed. Michael and his guests will talk about teen suicide, PTSD, alcohol and drug abuse, bipolar disorders, and more. It's deeper understanding of our life and healing. Breakthrough with Michael Pippich is heard every Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, noon Eastern, on Voice America Health and Wellness. Why do people behave the way they do? The study of human behavior is one of the most interesting facets of life. Human behavior gets played out in a limitless number of ways. Now, there's a radio program that explains the why and the how of what we do. Human Behavior, What a Trip, is hosted by Dr. Jonathan Brower and will include interesting guests as well as call interaction from people like you. Let's have fun with this together. Listen every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to I Don't Want to Be Fat with Marcus Aurelius. Call into the show today at 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. You may also send an email to Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Now back to I Don't Want to Be Fat. Hey, 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 America. We're back after the break. As I say, we were just talking about developing patterns, uh, investments, uh, uh, finding your goals. And we are talking about working out when you're beginning, especially. You know, form is everything. You know, a building. The good thing about a building is the better foundation, the better the building. The more resistance it is to disaster, the more resistant it is to heat, fire, then obviously the more the building is able to survive. You are a product of your foundation. So, the most expensive part of a house should not be the amenities within the house. It should be the foundation. It's the same with yourself. What you spend on your fundamental belief, your foundational understanding, is imperative because that directs your future as far as working out. It affects your perspective. It affects your theology. Now, the biggest problem with being a trainer is that you know too much. So you kind of learn to foo-foo things that don't work for you, uh, or for me, as I say, because I'm a trainer. So what I've learned to do is listen and try things out, different things, and see how they work, if they're effective or if they're not. Now, one of the products I sell is a, a, a supplement called Advocare. I really like Advocare because it really works for me. In fact, uh, I was dis- introduced to Advocare about, uh, uh, I'm trying to think, five years now, five years ago. And, you know, I was literally bowled over with how effective it was on me and how it affected my ability to work out, my energy level and things like that. I'd never, enc- I'd never encompassed that before. Now, one of my workout buddies, Tracy, he, a great guy, he tried the Advocare too because he saw what it did for me. You know, it did nothing for him. Absolutely not a thing. And I was like, wow, I don't get that. Well, his chemical plant isn't my chemical plant. So he moved on to other things, but I still use my Advocare. In fact, I sell a lot of Advocare uh, at the gym because obviously it supplements my income, but because people you know, are more likely to listen to me because I'm not overweight. 
I'm not fat. I'm selling something that obviously works. But, you know, I'm an honest guy too. So if people don't have the same effects, I'll tell them it doesn't work. We'll find something else. Can you, can you see where I'm going with this too? You know, uh, wisdom is so effective. If you can learn not to have an opinion, but listen to what someone says and try it out and work with it, you'll go much further. You know, a lot of people, they develop routines. They go to a certain, they adopt certain workout patterns and workout ethics. And then they get depressed because obviously they get tired of doing the self-same thing. Well, guess what? It's time to move on. Change your routine. Do something different. You know, if you get up 20 minutes early in the morning to do cardio, do something else. Go out for a walk. Go to the gym. Do leg presses. Do something. But change your routine. The thing is, is your body's in a routine, so it wants to do something. But, you know, turning the clock off and going back for 20 minutes isn't going to help you. You have to change your attitude. You have to change. You know, it's funny that training evolves. As you become better, you're able to do more things. As you become fitter, you're able to have more energy, more activity. So you'll find that all the stuff that bogs you down in life, you have more time for. Because you're a lot fitter, you're a lot faster, you're a lot smarter. So that means that your, your workout has to change too. So now that we're fitter and healthier and our metabolism has sped up and we're able to uh, encompass a lot more things, we need to change our routine. Now you have the fundamentals. So instead of going to the root... So now that you have another routine, find another one. Find another routine that can work for you. Something that inspires you. The biggest trouble with working out is that when we make it mundane and do the same thing again and again and again, it gets boring. You know, that's the one thing I love about being a trainer is that I deal with different people from different walks of life and have to deal with different situations. So every day is a new day for me, and I love it. And I love talking to people. I love being able to converse with situations and political views and all that kind of thing. I love doing that. It's not a religion to me, so I'm free. So I'm not bound by it. And of course, now that I'm older, I have wisdom, so I can use that wisdom to help me out. But I love what I do. You need to do the same thing with your workout. You need to make it enjoyable. Because the thing is, is that if you're eating differently, that means it subjects the, your lifestyle. Because obviously, you can't go drinking with the boys anymore. I mean, you can go out occasionally, but not every Friday. You know, if you're married, you don't want to be going to the Hootsie Cootsie bar. You need to be spending time with your wife. You know what I'm saying? And if time with your wife gets boring, do something. Something different. Something that encourages you. You know, one of the things I like is paintball fighting. You know, every time I go paintball fighting, I go with a different set of guys. Now, at the beginning of the, uh, the paintball fight... I may not know who these people are, but as we learn to work together and take down the enemy and get that flag, we become the best of buddies because we're sharing a life and death experience. Now, I'm not saying take your wife out bungee jumping or go parachute drive <laughs> jumping. <laughs> no, <laughs> don't be stupid, but find something that's fun to enjoy. It's the same with your workouts. If you don't, don't mourn going out with the boys, replace it with something better. Something that you can enjoy more with your family and your kids. You know, working out doesn't have to be something that takes you away from something, but allows you to spend more time with the things that you enjoy doing. See, your perspective changes as you develop a routine. 
you know, when you work out at the gym and you're tired and you're wore out and you're sore because you've got a new routine, then you need to uh, initiate active rest. I love active rest. Uh, I'll tell you how that works. I deal with a lot of runners, people that do a lot of running, and their knees always get really, really sore. And, you know, uh, the pounding of the feet really hurts them. And so they have to take a lot of time off. And then when they take that time off, they have to get back into it because their body's recovered. And it takes them forever. And sometimes when they come back, they kind of lose their incentive to, to, to do it anymore because it, it's, their lifestyle changed. No, 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 no. What I do with runners is I have a great exercise. It's the greatest exercise in the world. It helps people with bad backs, bad knees, bad legs, uh, no energy. It really does. If you're a power lifter, a bodybuilder, whatever, and you want some recovery time, you need to learn to initiate active rest. One of the acti- uh, exercises I'll share with you is this. is I have a leg press machine, and what I do is I put a rubber band from one uh, of those sticks where you put the weights on to the other one, and then I put the band itself behind the chair. So it offers resistance. And then what I do, I put a light weight on there. In my case, a light weight is like 45 pounds on either side. Okay, And what I do is I come down with that weight really, really, really slowly. I hold it for three seconds. And then I go up really, really slowly. And then I do a fast one. And then I come down again really, really, really slowly. I hold it for three seconds and slowly go up again. Well, now I'm on number two. I do two fast ones. Okay, those two are real easy. But when you get to number 11 or number 12, oh, my God. (laughs) You can hardly walk. It really takes it out of you. But the thing is, is that when you finished your workout, instead of being tired and wore out, you find that you're empowered and energized and you feel good. And you've worked out the muscle group that you wanted to work out. Well, I do the self-same thing with bench press. I use rubber bands or I use very light weights. But what I do is I, make the, I change the direction of the, the, um, the actual workout itself. Like with bench press, there are so many different forms of bench press that you can do. And so many active rest exercises with bench press that you can do. It's amazing how popular they become. Now, because your body is not straining, it leaves less recovery time. And because these particular exercises increase the blood flow to the area that's sore, it gets rid of all the lactic acid. It rejuvenates your body. Now, with runners, when they do this uh, leg workout, like I said, what happens to them is that it really increases their endurance and their strength. And they can go longer, and their bodies are no longer tormented by the pounding that they take on the streets. Uh, I do the self-same thing with calf raises, too, is that I do it on one leg at a time. No weights. Just really, really slowly down, really, really slowly up. The fast one. And then one down, slowly up, two fast ones. Now, it builds strength and it builds endurance, but it doesn't put the, mu- the muscle under uh, duress. In fact, it builds up its potential to absorb oxygen and blood. So when they go running, they have a lot more ability to run without getting tired. It's amazing how it... <laughs> People have told me they do not understand how that exercise can increase their endurance so much. Or how bodybuilders or powerlifters have told me that, you know, that simple exercise, it just totally rejuvenates them and they're not sore anymore. Or it helps them with injuries. They overcome injuries that way. You know, there are so many variations on this form, okay? So, again, your body's developing in one way, so your diet needs to to develop in another way. Now, if you're spending more and more time in the gym, 
and becoming a lot more active and getting greater results, then that means that the food you're eating needs to change too. Probably you need to absorb more calories. Now, the biggest misnomer about uh, working out is weight, okay? Don't look at your weight. That's the worst thing you can do. You know, if you weigh 300 pounds and look like you weigh 150 pounds, people are impressed with that. But if you're 150 pounds and look like you weigh 350 pounds, people think, oh, he's fat. And he is. See, the thing is, is that when you start developing muscle, muscle's twice the weight of fat. The thing with developing weight-bearing exercises is that it also develops the calcium in your body. It helps the marrow grow. It, 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 your body, because it's being used, is becoming a lot more effectual. So as it's becoming a lot more effectual and a lot more efficient, then you have to burn more calories. So when you burn more calories, you have to consume more food. Now, don't worry about the portion control. If you eat, like I said in last week's show, small meals throughout the day, then your body is already educated in how it should eat. But if, it, if you're eating more food when you eat those food, at those food times, that's okay. All you have to do is just look at yourself. If you're starting to put on weight because you're eating too much, then back off a little. If you're finding that you're losing weight and strength, then you need to eat a little. See, checks and balances. And, and you know yourself how well that works because you're about you. You have goals. Remember, you're trying to improve your image, build your confidence, get better health. In doing those things, you become a lot more disciplined. When you become a lot more disciplined, your standard of life starts to really improve. You attract a lot more people because you look healthy. You look better. And you're a lot more positive. You eat better. And, you know, the thing is, is that instead of you trying to be with your friends, usually most people, when they see you're being successful, they want to be your friend. So they'll do what you're doing. But when you make a religion out of it, when you make it something you must do and you got to do, you know, you're the most boring person on the whole earth. Nobody wants to be with that person. I mean, <laughs> I got to tell you, you know, being a Christian, that's one of the things I have to deal with all the time. You know, a lot of Christians tend to be very religious because they feel that faith is obtained by their knowledge and understanding. That's not true. Faith isn't earned. It costs you everything, but you don't earn it. Faith comes by hearing and hearing the word of God because that affects your discerner. Your discernment is, affects your faith. So the thing is, is that Jesus, when he came to the earth, he never condemned anybody. He uplifted them. Whether you were a prostitute, whether you were a child molester, whether you were gay, whether you were whatever. You know, the blood of Jesus covered every sin, every sin. So you don't go to hell for sin. So you don't go to hell because you're a good person or a bad person. You go to hell because you believed in Jesus. Well, a lot of people don't believe in Jesus. Well, that's fine. So am I going to start pounding on their souls and telling them that they don't, if they go to, don't listen, they're going to go to hell and die? No. I love them. I love them where they are. I listen to what they have to say. I, I'm interested in what, why, why they have that perspective. That makes me likable, very likable. I like myself. <laughs> if I like myself, my wife likes me. You know what? And when I like myself, other people like me because they see my character. I developed a character, not an opinion. See, that's where we lose it. We develop this regime. When you become too focused on your working out 
and not on the rest of the life, you become religious. If you become not focused on your working out or more interested in your life, you become fat and ugly, and nobody wants to be with you. Ugly. Ugly. I love that word. Ugly. <laughs> okay? So what I'm telling you, have a balanced life. Balance your diet. Balance your workouts. Obtain knowledge with your workouts, you get better results. Obtain knowledge with your diet and your food, you get better results. Adapt your lifestyle. You go in a much better direction. You go in a better direction, you have more opportunity in your life. The more opportunity you have in your life, the more influence you have in your life. But don't just foo-foo as, oh, I'm too busy, I don't have the time. No, 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 no. You've wasted it. Because you know what? When you're older and you, can't, and you haven't had that walker or you're, you're so fat you can't get out of the car or nobody wants to be with you because you're boring, you know what? That's the result of the seed that you put in your life. Your opinion of where you're at has no bearing on the friends that you have. You become likable, people like you. You become healthy and fit, people are attracted to you. You become boring and fat, people don't want to know you. If you eat like a pig, no one's going to eat with you. If you eat well, if you interact yourself and you um, become happy with yourself, people like to be with you because you're happy. You see how working out is a way of life? What you affect in your life as far as learning about yourself, it affects other people in their life. You can be an inspiration. That's why I'm here on this show. I try to inspire you. I try to make you feel that you're worthwhile. I want you to become what you want to be. I want you to tear down the strongholds in your life that you become a better person. If you can do that, you can do it because you have faith and confidence in yourself and what you are. Your image is every part of that. Okay, guys. I got off my, uh, my uh, uh, soapbox. Please, tune in to next week. I don't know what the show is going to be about next week, but I'm sure it's going to be more about working out and supplements. So, uh, again, tune in next week. I don't want to be fat on the health and wellness channel of Voice America. Call me next week, 1-866-472-5792, or please email me at Marcus underscore Aurelius at live.com. Y'all have a great week. Be blessed and be prosperous and be healthy. Bye. Thanks for tuning in today. Be sure to join Marcus Aurelius for another edition of I Don't Want to Be Fat next Friday at 8 a.m. Pacific Time, 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. And live better.